program is paid for by Talking Reds, LLC. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley is on the air. Quiet on the set. We're all sound. Action. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. That's 392-8255. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here's Jeff and Pat. All righty, let's do this. Welcome. Tuesday edition of the tailgate begins now. Jeffrey Cardozo, Patrick Dooley here with you. And uh, I'm sure a lot of people ready to continue to talk. You got to uh, talk to Dooley's a bunch yesterday. The person we were just talking about is on TV right now. What about that? What about that? <laughs> Laura Rutledge will be the guest for the Gainesville Quarterback Club tonight. Yeah, I think it's on Zoom. Um it's fine. We'll have a good time with her. She's so great. Really, so no, that's weird. Really so I to. talked to the guy that was that guy. That's right. You last did. week, there's only Dan Orlovsky. There's only one guy we haven't talked to. Uh, is that Marcus Spears? Is I think it's Marcus. Yeah. On the uh, on the other side, maybe we'll get to him this week. Yeah. Get it well, all uh, covered. But I'm sure you talked a lot yesterday. Hopefully, a lot of people got on you for your stupidity. No. Yet again, none. nobody got on me for for picking against them. They just I, don't remember well, how I negative you've been. I think and how they're not going to win. Let me tell you what. Let me tell you what. Is As this a, Tennessee all over again? This no, 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 no. I said that about Tennessee. I was way off, and Florida thrashed them. This was a game they easily could have lost. I mean that that Utah team is pretty good. Uh, after watching them play in per, not in person, but I uh, watch watching every single play of a game. Three penalties. One of them was intentional. They they grind it out. That's the way they play. You know, it's going to be a fast game. I couldn't believe the game was like three hours. Well, the first quarter took forty minutes. I, it was a, first quarter took forever. Yeah, but after that, it was unbelievable. Yeah, after All that, sudden, it was smooth. The, well, the third quarter, and I mentioned this yesterday. Florida had ten plays in the third quarter, mm-hmm. all on one little drive. But I mean, it went a long way. But they had to start the the minus one yard line. So, um, and that was it. Uh, and they didn't score in that drive. So, it, but you know. You got to take the, make the most of your uh, scoring opportunities, and they did. They they were really good in the red zone, and Richardson was really special. And that was another thing, Jeff, that we talked about. You know, I couldn't tell you how good he was going to be. I I have no idea now. I know a lot more about him, and now I'll find out how he handles success. Sure, yeah. And I think we all have to have an appreciation for his size now and strength. And some of the things that he went through in the offseason to get stronger because, I mean, you couldn't bring the guy down. There were several opportunities for those guys in the backfield to to get him, and he just made one move or he pushed one to the side, and it was uh, it was a good thing. I mean, that's going to certainly help the offensive line not give up many sacks this year. I mean, I, I obviously he had a really good day. I think there was a couple of times where on the read option he should have kept the ball as opposed to handing it yeah. off and gotten around the end, and that would have – Given him a much better day, so maybe he'll figure that stuff out. But if I'm Anthony Ritter, why wouldn't you want to keep it every damn time? Well, exactly. But you know, I, I think that's one reason that a lot of you know Florida had success running the ball, 283, I think it was, that they had, um, and it wasn't just all him. So I mean, it did help them, I think, in that area, uh, their ability to uh, 
to, you know, you've got to leave a guy on him, and that takes a guy out of the defensive equation. You know, everybody says when the quarterback runs, now you've got 11 on 11 where you don't have it with uh, other plays. But it's the same deal with if you could, if you try to take the quarterback out, it's now it's 10 on 10 and maybe 10 on 9 because they may t- send two guys with him. Um, you never know. But he was pretty impressive. And, uh, again, it'll be very interesting to see how he plays uh, this week and how they all play. Because yeah, but I, I do think you have to take away from that at least the physicality up front by those guys. The offensive line was really good, of course, to, to get a, almost uh, 300 Tarquin yards. had a great block on that Montreal Johnson touchdown where he, where he mm-hmm. sealed the guy off and he was able to cut in behind him. You know, So, yeah, that was good. I mean, um, uh, and I, I was just trying to look it up because I keep forgetting this guy's name. You know, you're talking about the physicality of, of, uh, of Anthony Richardson. The other thing was, you know, he's he's making that long run, and uh, on the the what was it, forty five yards or fifty or forty five yard run for the touchdown, and he gets to about the five, and I go, oh, they're going to get knock him out here, and he just jukes that yeah, guy. That and guy wussed out. That guy is the All American, yeah. Clark Phillips, who uh, when you cover, he just can't can't tackle. Well, he's a Dion then. Yeah, he Dioned him. But Dion had a nice uh, career, so that's fine. Well, he probably will too. You know, he's a really good player, and he did, does do a good job. And Florida but, didn't have but, a lot of separation. Well, the Gators did attack him a few times. Pearsall got a couple catches yeah. against him. They went once to um, Henderson and got him. So, and that's the other thing, Jeff. All right, that was the game plan for this game. Mm-hmm. Now I'm curious to see what the game plan will be for this game because they're very similar teams. The problem, obviously, for Kentucky is they're running back room has gotten very thin all of a sudden with uh, Rodriguez still suspended and two other guys out with injuries. So they do have Cavassier smoke and I think it's his 10th year in college. I remember the first time I heard his name, I go, what? Yeah. <laughs> That's a cool name. I think it was literally 10 years ago. It feels like, um, and Levis is a good player. You know, I mean, they got, they, the one thing about Kentucky is the offensive line. It's a new offensive line. And they did not do well in their first game. 50 yards rushing, four sacks. Now, second game, you, sh- you would think you would do better because you, you're used to each other. You would think. And that's where but the when, Florida when the, the biggest surprise to me was when the line I saw on Sunday was the Gators by seven. I think it's at five and a half now. Yeah, but I was I like, man, what the heck is going it's on? It's kind of moved around a little bit there. Well, again, you know, a lot of people got fired up and they, they saw the swamp be the swamp again. Mm-hmm. And they said, hey, I think, you know, again, if you say it's worth five points, then Florida be a two-point favorite, you know. So, um, no, I think that all those things play into it. You know, the new rankings came out today, and I think it, it, they are a little high on the writer's side, the AP poll, to be 12th in the country uh, just because you won one game because – the other team could have kicked a field goal and sent it to overtime, but tried to tried to win the game, which I understand. I have no problem with them trying to win the game; just a bad throw. Uh, but that, I mean, they were very close to losing that game, so uh, I think that's a little high for them. They win this game; they go two and zero in a in a two game start. You were hoping would be one and one, and probably a two game start that's tougher than anybody else's in the yeah, country. Absolutely, because you got to look. Utah's still thirteenth, right below Florida in AP poll. Kentucky's twentieth. Um, you know, we'll see, but but that's the thing. We Billy right away after that game was very clear about we haven't figured anything out. You sure, know, these guys need to understand that this is college football. 
you're getting ready to play an SEC team that won 10 games last year and beat your ass. Okay? That's, that would be my message to them. Remember Although the, they barely won, and if not for a blocked field goal, Florida would have won. If not they for 15 like penalties, crap. Florida would have won. Yeah. But that's, I'm sure, the kind of thing that's going to be stressed. But still, they watch that team celebrate because they hadn't beaten Florida at home in, in, since I was born, I think. I wonder if the dude still has a bruise for when he was rushing the field and tried to get me, and I kind of a little forearm shiver him? to him. Yeah. He did what that Georgia Tech guy did last night where they t- called him for targeting, and they go, he, his helmet never touched a guy. He hit him in, with his forearm in the back, and they go, oh, no, it wasn't targeting. Been several of those. I've seen a lot of a lot of them get over. That have all gotten because yeah. it's almost like they're calling it if they think it might happen. Sure, and then you can review it and change Which it after the fact. I would rather don't call it, but if your review team is any good, they should be able to get down there and say, "Hey, hey, hey, don't let the next play go." I think that might have been targeting. Which kind is of, what should have happened on the phantom catch, which cost the Gators three points. Did on that drive, so. They're still mad about uh, – they thought Rising was in on third down. So. But, yeah. hey, you got to play around the officials, right? Whether they're Pac-12 or Big Ten or SEC. Yeah, and I'm, I don't know if you answered that yesterday, but there was a lot of questions about that. Where were the officials from? Yeah, they were Pac-12. It was Pac-12, yeah. and next year it will be SEC officials yep. when they go to Utah. So, And the truth is, it doesn't matter in terms of their preference, okay, don't don't I don't think I think people who think the refs are crooked or they're going to support their conference that is all bull. Sure, but it they do officiate differently in different conferences, and you've seen that, Jeff, where you watch a game and they they don't call this or they don't call that or they let you get away with more hand fighting in in this league, but they don't in the other league. So, you know that'll be something that um, I think Florida had a hard time sometimes adjusting to was just. The way what they would allow you to get get away with and what they wouldn't allow you to get away with, but they called very little holding. That was clearly you, you're talking about two teams that ran that much, and was there any was holding ever called other than the two kickoffs? I'm trying to remember if it was, it might have been once. So maybe yeah. they were just really efficient, but you know. Well, yeah, obviously they were better, and and that was the oh, yeah. biggest part of all of this was what are the Gators going to be able to do? Can they face adversity, which they obviously did? And gosh, I mean, if if they don't turn the ball over in that first drive, they're yeah. marching right down the field. And scores a little bit different too. So I think when it was all said and done, you got to be really happy with what happened on Saturday, which I think obviously a lot of people were. I think in a lot of ways it was the perfect game for Florida mm-hmm. for fans because a you you won a game against the top this number seven team in the country and and kind of got back to relevance um b you you did a lot of things wrong and won the, and still won the game and that gives the coaches a lot of stuff they can work on you know obviously you do not want to let a team come out and you only get 10 plays in the third quarter because they dominate the the line of scrimmage um and see, it was. I don't. I think if Florida had won that game twenty eight ten, you wouldn't be as happy as you are today. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I I think that makes you happier to win a game like that and and to have. Um, I I I've got to come up with a good term for that roar that you get when a play like that happens. And you saw Tate's um, video. I was standing right next to him. Oh, you were. Yes. Well, you so you heard it too. Yes. But it was just. Ooh. It just that that uh, ah, you know mm-hmm. it, it's so cool. I made that's kind of the sound I make. 
when it happened while I was watching on TV. I was just like, oh! <laughs> yeah, it was uh, certainly a good way to do it. All right, let's talk about it with all of you. 392-8255. We'll take a break. Get the Titan MRI hotline phone lines open, and we will be back to get those calls right after this. Trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Talia Baia. In Major League Baseball, the Tampa Bay Rays will be going head-to-head against the Boston Red Sox in a two-game set. They will be playing at home tonight and tomorrow. The Rays pitcher JT Charquois and Red Sox pitcher Rich Hill are bound to start. Tune in right here at 6 p.m. for live coverage. The Miami Marlins will also be playing tonight against the Philadelphia Phillies at 645. Marlins pitcher Jesus Lazardo is expected to pitch. Finally, the AP poll just released their list. Georgia moved up to number two in the AP Top 25, passing number three, Ohio State. Florida entered the ranking at 12. Meanwhile, Utah dropped from seven to number 13. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Talia Baia. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Hey Gator Nation, it's Jamil here from the Mealy Pop Shop. Gainesville's home for all things sports cards, collectibles, memorabilia, autographs, Pokemon, Funko Pop, comics, coins, and more. Just wanted to share with you information about our new website, MealyPops.com. Well, Jamil, the website is fantastic. I was on there last night. You've got a ton of sports cards, Pokemon boxes, and packs. I even jumped into one of the online breaks, and guess what? I want some sweet stuff. Yeah, man, the website's got links to even all our social media accounts and info on the shop. We can't list everything on the store, so come on by the shop for a selection over 1 million cards and unopened boxes and packs. Remember, mealypops.com, M-E-E-L-Y-P-O-P-S.com, and we are also open every Tuesday through Sunday located here in town by the Santa Fe College sign off 39th Avenue. Thank you so much for your support, Gator Nation, and as always, go Gators! There's a ton of things I love doing. That's why I have so many fun jobs and why I try so hard to make it to the kids' concerts, recitals, and games. But with everything that's going on, it doesn't leave me much time to take care of the chores at home. And since I hate chores, especially cleaning, I let the experts handle that one for me. Each week, a fully trained team from Molly made dust, vacuum, wipes, cleans, whatever I need them to do in the house, leaving me more time to do the things I enjoy. Molly made is fully insured and is ready to do your dirty work for you as well. Call them up at 378-7755 or check them out online at mollymade.com. They're made for this. Here are your three grilled cheeseburgers. Enjoy your Sonic. So what came first, the grilled cheese or the burger? So you know the burger had to come first. You go back hundreds of years. Oh, cheese has been around hundreds of years, too. What do you get when you combine a grilled cheese with a cheeseburger? The new Sonic Grilled Cheeseburger. Made with 100% pure seasoned beef and Texas toast. Try one half price in the app. Wow, this is a good debate. Online only or in the Sonic app. Add-ons extra. Limit one. Not good with other offers. Limited time only at participating Sonic drive-ins. In 1971, Meldon Law was established, and since that time, the firm has been dedicated to getting the justice its clients deserve after being seriously injured in an accident. Our commitment to this community is paramount, and we won't back down in representing our clients. Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. Now, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City, MeldonLaw.com. 
We are your home for Tampa Bay Buccaneers football. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And anywhere in the world with the WRUF radio app. And now, more of the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley. Here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And online at WRUF.com. All right, back at it. Let's do this. Phone lines are open. Again, 392-8255. We will jump right to them and get John to join us. John, what's up? Welcome to the tailgate. Hey, guys. Uh, Hope you had a good uh, Labor Day weekend. I know it was good results for the Gator game. I hope you guys had good days. You had a day off yesterday, right, Pat? uh, I I took it off. Duel's worked. He's a grinder. He loves working. Yeah, I was working, and I was just kind of really. phasing in and out listening to you, Pat. But uh, before I get to Gator stuff, uh, something a little tidbit. I was uh, scrolling to the TV the other day, and I came across a, an old episode of Gilligan's Island. I know you probably, like, as a kid, was wa- would love watching that show. But uh, you remember they had that uh, radio they had that seemed to last for four four years without, you know, changing out batteries. But he's <laughs> Well, you know, they had a, a, a broadcaster come on there, and they used to leave, listen to news and stuff like that. Yeah. And this guy sounded like John Facenda. And I said, wow, that sounds like John Facenda. And then later on in the show, he came back came back on and listened again, and he says, this is John Facenda signing off. So I thought that was pretty cool. That guy was a radio personality other than just doing NFL films. I thought that was just pretty neat that he was actually made it on a, a, an episode of uh, Gilligan's Island. That yeah, well, that, cool. that's where they got him from. I probably was he was already doing that kind of work, and they loved his voice. And from the frozen tundra of Lambeau right. Field. Well, actually, he didn't come up with that phrase. There was somebody else before him that that came up with the the uh, the phrase frozen tundra. But he, I guess, he copied it from some. I forget who it was. I I was reading a little bit on Google today, and it actually had him, you know, saying it. And it says, but he actually didn't come up with that phrase. But anyway, I love I love listening to him and. And watching NFL films with his, you know, just his, just the way he described games was pretty cool back in the seventies. Well, that's but, uh, what, yeah. I mean, that was the way you would do when you were a kid, um, or even a young adult. You would be playing right. football, and you would go, yeah, I love that. I love that. That was awesome. The autumn wind. You know, going back to the game, you know, you guys were just talking a bit of the stuff, and I'm kind of looking back at that non, or that catch that they called should have been an incomplete. But uh, I think Utah on that drive ended up getting a field goal. So if if things would have been status quo and they didn't get that field goal, they would have been up by 23-22 with a little bit of time in the game when we actually went for fourth down. We had to go for fourth down. So I'm just kind of saying – if we were on that fourth down situation back when Anthony ran it back, we would have been down by one. I think probably kick a field goal, and that would have been a, that would have been disastrous. So maybe by letting them have that that actual catch would have been pretty pretty good. Well, yeah, I don't know. I what I'm just saying is, if we're in fourth down and, and three and stuff like that, if we kick a field goal, we're still down a point. But if what I'm saying is, if if they didn't actually get a field goal on that drive, I mean, if it if, if if points stayed status quo is what I'm saying, they would have been up a point. I think 
Billy would have probably gone in and kicked a field goal. And we would have been up by two, and then yeah, that, that's tough to say, John. But I, I mean, I, I think Billy showed that he's got confidence in those oh, guys. Yeah. And and any time it's one or two yards on fourth down, I almost think it's going to be a no-brainer that you get it. I think he knows the offensive line is good enough. And knowing where that game would be, I don't think you kick it just to, to then be maybe down a point. So you probably right. still go for that first down. But, I mean, I, I get I get your point. Yeah. And I, I think going into t- uh, Kentucky, I think he's, you'd do the same game plan. I mean, you got that stable running back to just, just get gassed the middle. And if, you know, if Anthony can read that option – Shoot, man! It's just, I just think that this running game—I mean, it's one game. I'm—I'm—I'm I'm, I'm not getting too far ahead of myself, but I just think that like this is a recipe of this this team. As long as you know we can keep him healthy, I mean, it could be a nightmare until you get to Georgia. Just I think this this team has the opportunity to do something special this year. I'm not saying they're going to beat Georgia or or even go to Texas and win that ball game, but I think this is something special to to watch this guy. And this team just gel, and that like you guys was talking about the offensive line. That offensive line was just that was huge. I mean, he he helped them out. I mean, especially on that two point conversion where he got away and 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 still got away and got the you know throw the pass in the back of the end zone. I thought that was pretty cool. What do you think? Yeah, and guess who who was that that missed the tackle? It was Diabate. Diabate, not the first <laughs> right. one he's ever missed on that field. I'll tell you that much. So right. Well, he's probably going he's going back. It's like I'm 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 used to this doing here, so maybe that's that was pretty good. Well, that's all I got for you guys. I, I enjoy your show, and then I'll hold you guys later. All right, John, take care, buddy. Appreciate that. Let's get uh, Jim to join us. Jim, what's up? Hey, gentlemen, this is Jeff. Oh, hey, Jeff. We got hey, you, uh, Jim. Jeff, what's the difference? Uh, it starts with a J. Cool name. It's uh, close enough. That's right. <laughs> uh, but. Um, Anyway, I, you know, uh, you know, Doring has to be thinking maybe his eleven and one love affair with Kentucky might uh, turn into Coyote ugly pretty soon here. <laughs> Let's hope so. Well, yeah. I mean, not necessarily. Yeah. I mean, there's no reason to you know think that they're not going to still be a really good team this year. I think eleven well, one was Pat, extreme. Pat, come on now. You, you said that there's no reason to think that they, they they've got what one running back left and. They yeah, but Rodriguez will probably be back. Shambles. Rodriguez will probably be back next week. You know. Yeah, but their offensive line is in shambles. They, uh, they're, they're juggling freshmen and sophomores. Uh, they're pedestrian. They, I mean, they, oh, they got, got a they yes. got a freshman that is. That sounds like Dooley when he was in high school going got, after the college they, girls. Yeah, they got a freshman who's a five star recruit who ran the kickoff back a hundred yards and dropped the ball before he got out of the goal line, but he they didn't. Oh well, come on, Patchy. Yeah, I mean, Pat picked fast. the Gators to lose by. Uh, I'm not picking What did you lose. pick the Gators to lose by this past weekend? Seventeen points, and uh, even though the the, the Osbeckers in Las Vegas had two points, and Pat's like, oh, "We're gonna lose by 17. Um, what, what are you gonna pick us to lose by this I, week? I don't think it was seventeen. Gonna, I think it was sixteen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm picking Florida this uh, week. Yeah, I mean, I think, but I mean, I I, I got. We all talked about it. We really had no idea what we were going to see, not only with that team, but also with with teams like LSU. Now we know, don't pick LSU anymore or or uh, teams like Georgia. I mean, so we learned a lot from the first week. We, everybody does tend to overreact after week one, but, um, you know, we're, um, we'll see what happens going forward. But, um, you know, yeah. we, we found out a lot about these guys. 
objectively, though, if you look at the rosters, it shouldn't be a surprise that Florida's pretty good. I mean, you've got a competent coach in there and, 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 and assistant coaches that are, can put this thing together. I mean, Florida's got 46 blue-chip players to Kentucky's 24. I mean, that, that's, that should tell you something about the rosters. And they probably did last Kentucky, year, too, and lost why would Why would Chris Doring think that a, that a roster out of 85 players with 24 uh, four- and five-star players, and Kentucky has no five-star players, by the way, uh, would would be good no. They got go that receiver. Barian is a five star. Uh, well, depends on which that, site you're looking at. I was looking at the uh, two forty seven composite, but uh, but yeah, I mean, it, it, to me, it just didn't make any sense. And then if you look at Florida's running back, Cavassier smoked average less than two yards a carry last week. There was nothing dynamic about him at all. The Kentucky fans are going like, "Why is this guy even in there?" Well, they got We've nobody got else. ATN. We've got ATN, we've got Johnson, we've got Wright, and we've got three better backs than Smoke. I mean, what are what are people thinking here? I mean, uh, why? I mean, it's a five and a half point line. It should be ten. Well, let's just hope they smoke them by ten. Not worry about it, and then have some Cavassier <laughs> afterwards. That's right. That's exactly. Anyway, gentlemen, I, I think I made my point, but um, anyway, you made a point. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, listen, we still got Tennessee to work to worry about, and uh, they could actually, you know, uh, outscore us pretty easily. Uh, so we'll be three and zero after um, South Florida, but uh, the rest of it's kind of touch and go. Yep. Well, I mean, look, I, I still this is a very, t- I think this could be a very tight game. It could be a very similar game. It's the same yeah. game in a way. And that Kentucky Pat, what, is what, how many five stars did Utah had, and they came within a a nose hair of beating Florida. Well, listen, they they've gone to transfer portal. They had two NFL quality tight ends. Kentucky's got zero. Kentucky's got zero uh, reliable wide receivers other than one quality freshman. No, they also uh, got a guy from Virginia Tech who led him in receiving, and he caught six the first game. So, I've done more research on this than you have. <laughs> okay, I'll give you that, uh, but uh, you know, I, I, I don't see it, Pat. And Tavion Robinson I, I, is his name. I got it written down right here. Six catches <laughs> for 136 yards in the first game. Okay, well that that uh, and and how did Miami of Ohio hold him to 50 yards rushing? Yeah, uh, that is the. If I was a Kentucky fan, that would be my biggest concern. You made a living off running the ball. It wasn't like they were trying to showcase Will Levis. They just couldn't run it. And, again, their best running back is out, and that, that's a big factor for Florida. He'll be back. Uh, and then the two guys, I think between them they had about eight carries, and both of them are hurt, and they're out now. So um, it, that that is an issue. And they also allowed uh, Levis to be sacked four times. So that is uh, that would not be reason for optimism, but, you know, they – They've shown what they can do against Florida over the last four years. Over the Mullen era, could it, he could easily have been one and three against them. This might be one of those games where Brenton Cox goes from zero sacks to four sacks overnight. Uh, yeah, I don't think this is going to be – I mean, look, Rising was a get-it-out-quick guy, a very smart quarterback. They didn't throw a lot of deep balls or anything. I think this you'll see a lot more of them again that the, the freshman is really, can really fly. 
Um, so they'll probably throw some more deep balls, and this will be another test. But hey, you know, it is what it is. We'll just it's it's step two in a long process with Billy Napier. Well, I, I, I appreciate uh, Patchy being a kind of a cautionary, saying, like, "Listen, listen." I've seen too many, too much. I hear you. All right, Jeff. You. Appreciate and, you, uh, gentlemen. Y'all take care. Yes, sir. You too. Thank you. We'll uh, get a break and keep the conversation rolling. Three nine two eight two five five. By the way, if you did not hear, Dalton Guthrie making his major I league it, debut yeah. tonight. He's in the lineup for the Phillies. So. Another one of Sully's boys, shortstop on that 2017 national championship I team. I had Sully's boys. Where can I find me a shortstop like that? We'll be right back here on the tailgate. From the heart of campus and the College of Journalism and Communications on Stadium Road, ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Want to start a career with a local company that's been in business for almost four decades, proudly serves the growing needs of our community, and has excellent pay and benefits? Join the Quality Plumbing Team today. From high school grads to apprenticeships, journeymen to master plumbers, Quality Plumbing can help you build a rewarding career in a high-demand industry. Earn while you learn. Endless opportunities for advancement in job security. Visit qualityplumbing.com today to learn more. License number CFC 043073. We know it's been hot as heck outside, and the Gainesville summers certainly make you sweat. But I've got some fantastic news for you weather-wise. Folks, it's about to get even hotter. Now, don't worry. That's a good thing because prices are sizzling at Oaks Jewelry throughout the month of August. In fact, it is their lowest prices of the year. With fashion jewelry and sterling silver, 40% off. Earrings, rings, necklaces, gemstone jewelry, and diamond earrings, 30% off. And fellas, guess what? You can get 20% off engagement rings all month long. It's a perfect time to ask that perfect question. And there's no question that Oaks Jewelry is the place to go for all your jewelry needs. Locally owned and operated, they've been making Gainesville sparkle for more than 30 years. So stop by today, say hey, and walk away with the best gift in town. The barbecue dream began just before the Gators started winning a bunch of championships in the mid-2000s. And more than a decade later, I'm grateful to Gainesville. Just want to say thanks for helping us put the ribs back in barbecue. Hey, this is Adam of Adam's Rib Company. My wife Michelle and I just love seeing thousands of you that have made our restaurant a place to gather, chat, root on the Gators, and chow down on some barbecue. From their slow-smoked ribs, pork, or chicken with flavors that are fantastic to homemade side dishes of anything imaginable, there's a reason why I use Adam's for a ton of my lunch breaks in between the many jobs from game day ordering to that special event where you don't want to cook we're here to help whether it's an intimate setting amongst friends or a tailgate party for the game we'll fix you up right with the freshest meats and ingredients to make sure your barbecue package is complete so check them out online at adamsribco.com but be prepared to drool when you see the menu or better yet stop by their dining location on 13th street or the place that northwest gainesville has fallen in love with the new carryout spot on 43rd and 53rd right across the street from Publix. If you still can't find them, just stick your nose out the window. It'll guide you to the best barbecue in town. Yes, 
It's hot out. An obvious observation that everybody knows about, and the last thing you need is your AC unit deciding to shut down on you. Well, if it unfortunately does, I've got an obvious choice to call. That is Crystal Air and Water, and they're going to be there to take care of you. 100% service satisfaction guaranteed. Whether you're in Alachua, Archer, Gainesville, Hawthorne, High Springs, Melrose, Micanopy, Newberry, Stark, Williston, or anywhere in between, Crystal Air is a phone call away. They service and install all the top national brands and their licensed technicians will help you feel comfortable from start to finish. So make the call, 333-0460, Crystal Air and Water. They aren't comfortable until you are. License number CMC, 1249384. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Isolated thunderstorms are still possible through this evening. Tomorrow, watch for some patchy morning fog, then a 40% chance for afternoon and evening storms. Highs in the 90s, heat index near 100. Thursday and Friday, rain chances increase to 80% with highs in the 80s. From the UF Weather Center, I'm Chief Meteorologist Jeff George. And now, the Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick. My Cleveland Cavaliers. 44 wins last year. Love the Cavs last year. Now I love them a whole lot more. So here's your roster. Come get some. Evan Mobley, Jared Allen, Darius Garland, Kevin Love, and now Mitchell. Basketball is back. In the Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes and you. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. From Pylon to Pylon. All things football. 63 yard touchdown, and the ball game is tied. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Gator Volleyball Head Coach Mary Wise, and you are listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardoza and Pat Dooley, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. All right, we are back here on the tailgate. Looking forward to speaking uh, and introducing and interviewing, I would assume, uh, Laura Rutledge tonight uh, at uh, the quarterback club, Gainesville quarterback club. They get great guests. And they get, you get to listen to me. Like you don't get enough here. You don't get to hear me enough here. So need more of me. Sure. You saw the I, – I gave you two trivia questions, and don't spoil them because I'm saving them for them tonight. But they're pretty good ones. Those are good. Yeah. You got to think about them. You do. Well, well I saw that um, Mark Long tweeted out that Florida's jump is the biggest jump since they went from unranked to 10th and and then unranked to 9th in the same year, 1966. He said, man, how unusual is that? And I go, well, I because I've been doing all this research all summer, you know, about all these things. There was a little run. I think it was 61 to 67. They only ranked 10 teams. I don't know why. Oh, yeah. They only ranked 10 so teams. So then there you go. So your jump could have been from 11 to 10, Correct. you know, in, in reality. But it's just kind of. It just sounds cool. You can fudge numbers to, about anything. I'm here to give people information they'll never use again. That's right. Get it every day. Ryan, what's up? Give us some info. Well, hey, obviously the topic du jour continues to be the Gators and uh, that quick ascension to 12th. Um, but we just 
just for a couple of minutes. We've got to talk baseball for a second, Jeff, because it wasn't but, what, six, eight weeks back when we were double digits down to the Mets and the Rays were literally somewhere close to 20 games behind the Yankees. Yeah. And now we're one game behind the Mets and they're five games. They, the Braves and the Rays have been the hottest two teams in baseball since the All-Star break. Yeah, and, um, and I think the most fascinating part about the Rays is obviously they're doing it without Wander Franco. Zanino hasn't played basically all year after not doing too good at the beginning of the year. And they're just, again, just random names that nobody even knows making them win. It's it's nuts to think about. They just keep pitching it so well. Yeah. Dude. And I know that, I mean, the Yankee struggles have been there for whatever reason before they, but I know this last series with the Rays, the Rays shut them out for 17 straight innings. Mm hmm. And you you probably saw that the the Yankees ended up salvaging Sunday, but they scored I think three runs total in the series, and, and Judge had two homers, and he scored the other run on a sack or something. So it was like it was all Judge, but um, they just you know like I said they've been struggling. So I would love, I, I know the last couple of years there was that potential for the Rays and Braves, and uh, it's realistic again this year, man. Because they're the, the crazy thing is we know the Braves. I mean, barring a just historic collapse are in the playoffs, but the Rays, that wild card situation in the AL is nuts. It, the Orioles and the Blue Jays, there's so many teams fighting for them. So there's, there's no guarantees for them. So if they could overcome the Yankees after the Yankees literally were up like 20-something games, that would be the coolest thing ever because we all love to hate the Yankees down here. So. Yeah, it does seem like the Orioles are going to just finally fall off a, a little bit. I, I, but, yeah, it's it's been yeah. a fun story. You would hope that they wouldn't and they can kind of keep it going. But it's just it's hard to sustain. I think they've lost three or four in a row now, and maybe they're starting to come back to earth. But yeah, I mean, either way, Rays, what Rays, Blue Jays, and Seattle for those final three are going to pretty fun run. Yep, and we're heading to Seattle for the weekend. Yeah, so we can go out there and help. help I'd love to go to Seattle for the weekend. That'd be cool. Oh, that'd be I'd crazy. like to go anywhere where it's you'll cold. You'll see Meg Ryan, or cool, or sleepless in Seattle, not a thousand degrees, which is what it is here. Right, but then too, what was cool was last week. You know, I think we talked a little bit the. We were just scratching out runs. We, I think we, it, we 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 put up 17 hits and eight runs against the Rockies, no name staff. But then we go Alcantara has owned us, and he's a Cy Young contender. We just rocked him on Friday night. So baseball's a strange game, man. But love the Nats took two from the Mets. So it was a great weekend all around baseball wise. Certainly was. But hey, on, so on the football, the Gators and Pat, man. I, I obviously we had so you know months and months to talk about it. So. Right out the gate, there was two things that, that hit me. It was, you know, you talked about Billy was wanting to cut down on penalties, and the very first play is a, a, yep. a hold on the kick. And then, you know, we get that great drive going, and we have there's the fumble, and they take it back. And then a little bit later, that one play where there's clearly a hold, and then they and then they uh, rise and get the pass off, and the tight end, you know, hits the ground. We all know it hits the ground, but it was called a catch. And I'm like, and I'm thinking of you again, going, is this? Poor guy gonna have Zook luck. Like, please don't let this. Let, don't let him have Zook luck. You know, and uh, we all know how it ended and uh, turned it around. So uh, I couldn't help but think about that early on in that thing. But uh, yeah, I was wondering myself, and it looked a lot like it looked like they were still doing some of the things they did wrong last year, like penalties. I think they had four in the first half, which is not a lot, but it's still more than I think he wanted to have. And, you know, there were misses some tackles. They were shoulder tackling again with the, with a couple of guys. And uh, and then when they came out and just ran it right up the gut and all between the guards, really. And I was like, well, maybe this team is what it was last year. But then what happened? 
You know, they they found a way to win the game. So, and that's what you know. When everybody was talking this summer, uh, you know, you talked to a bunch of experts, and I had a bunch of them on uh, the podcast, and we, you know, talked to a bunch of guys that really know the game really well. They all said the same thing: there's one guy that could make a difference. If if Anthony Richardson is all that, he can elevate this team, and um, he certainly did during that game. No, he no doubt. I mean, it was, and I, I hate using this knucklehead's name, but but you, there's no denying what Cam Newton did that one season and what he did in that one game. And I'm not putting him there yet, but that's what he did. It was like he elevated everybody else around, and he just made plays. I mean, that spin and jump he did on the two point conversion, and then seeing that open ground in that run where he just outrun. I mean, that, those are plays he pretty much made on his own, on his own. And it was like, holy cow! Like if he can if he can stay healthy and this O line continues to hopefully get better. I mean, there's definitely potential for him to carry, and I'm not putting this in that Auburn category because that team had a great defense too. But what I'm just for that one game, that's what he was doing. I mean, he was, you know, making plays on his own, you know. But then, you also, I tell you what, people, we saw what Billy did once he got the recruiting train going, and I'm not into recruiting a whole lot. But one thing impressed me was this, to see what uh, Osiris Torrance and then Montreal Johnson. You're like, okay, if Billy got those guys to go to, to Louisiana. I mean, what's he going to do here once he gets this thing going and he gets the hype and, you know what I mean? Like, because those two dudes are impressed. I'm so impressed with our running backs, man. I'm, I'm pumped about our running backs. Yeah, already a rumor that a, a guy's going to flip from Florida State to Florida that's a you know, stud offensive lineman as well. So there were so many of them in, in the swamp. You know, yeah, it was a real risk-reward thing because if you go out there and lay a total egg and the crowd starts no, booing, then no, you, it's not good. No, they wouldn't have it booed. Was Nobody would have going to boo. But it was, What are you yes. talking about? How Nobody would How many? All right, Spurrier got booed twice on opening day, okay? So don't. Yeah, but not his first opening day. Well, that's because they won 50 to 7. Right. <laughs> so, but I don't think they would have done that. No, but I'm just saying. But either it, way, it, there was a ton of people. I guess there were a million of them in the locker room. In terms of what you would want. You would want to see people having this incredible time. You would want to see, you know, two quality teams. And there were. Believe me, Utah's a good team. I said this a lot yesterday. Um, that's what you want. That's what you wanted your recruits to see. You wanted yeah. them to experience that. All right, Ryan, appreciate well, hey, you, man. Hey, man, hey, Jeff, real quick, shout out to Alumni Hall. The wife went there Friday, and she picks us up two new shirts. We wore them Saturday, and I said, well, babe, you know what shirts we're wearing the rest of the year, or at least <laughs> until we lose, so uh, yeah. for the rest of the year. Nice. Well, good, good stuff. Right, yeah, good plan. They're great. Thank you, Ryan. Appreciate you. Let's get uh, Lewis to join us next. Hey, Lewis, what's up? Hey, hey, thanks for the call. You know, I called you all before the game, and I told you there were three keys. Mm-hmm. Uh, cut the penalties down, offensive linemen, get after it, and uh, we uh, make sure we, we stay together as a team. And I got to say kudos to the team. I give the offensive line an A. Um, they, oh, what a difference coaching makes. I can tell the two professional coaches that he brought in has made a difference. Those boys got after it. They engaged the, uh, the man in front of them the whole time until the whistle blew. And so that is how you how you turn an offensive line scheme around. Uh, yeah, the defense has got a lot of work to do, uh, tackling, uh, penalties. Uh, but guess what? We played a top-ranked team, and uh, the camera – the video will tell them where their mistakes are, and I trust the staff, the coaching staff, to find them and get that get that fixed for next week. Uh, question I have for you: 
if there's been an issue now with Kentucky's starting quarterback, what have you all heard about injuries or something to the starting quarterback with Kentucky? No, Will Levis played the whole game and threw for 303 and three touchdowns through, through one in the fourth quarter. It's funny his touchdowns added up to a total of fifteen yards a pass. He could have been he could have been puking on some mayonnaise or something, and that's yeah. what the story you read. Maybe maybe that's what that guy for Utah had when he was puking on the, on the Did you see line. that? Yeah. <laughs> it was terrible. No, they they're missing a lot of guys in their running back room that are out, and that's an issue for them. But um, no, he's um, as far as we know, he's ready to go. Oh well, great. Well, great. Well. We uh we I think we gonna we gonna do a little better than everybody thought we would this year because these guys have been coached and I'm sure they'll pick up mistakes uh, that they made in this game. I am glad they didn't take on a cupcake team. Uh, they really can find out now where they still need to be. You know, the work needs to be done, and I'm sure Billy and his staff will get on it. Oh yeah, and that's the best part about all this. I mean, obviously they were happy after the game Saturday, but Sunday was right back to work and understanding all the, the flaws and different things that are going on. But, but Lewis, I, I can tell you, and I think you'll like this, you know, being a former coach and knowing the game the way you do, it was really cool to just see the camaraderie like inside the locker room after. There, you know, Napier said something, everybody started cheering, but then every, there were some leaders in there that basically said, guys, calm down, let's, let's wait a second. And then before they all left, I think they all made sure that, hey, like let's not screw this up. We, we've got a chance to continue to build on this and get better, and you guys need to work harder now that we, we want it. So there were some leaders in that locker room, which is a really nice sight it, to see. It was, it was definitely a family, a, definitely a family. There were no issues among the players. Yep. And, and, they, and they respect and listen to Billy. So they do. That, that's, a, that's a change, too, from last year. So, no doubt. Go Gator. All right, Lewis, appreciate you and appreciate everybody for calling. Keep it coming on our Titan MRI hotline. We'll take a break, come back with more right after this. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Talia Baya. Tonight in the MLB, the Miami Marlins will be playing against the Philadelphia Phillies at 645. Jesus Lazardo, the Marlins pitcher, is expected to start. Next up, the Tampa Bay Rays will be clashing against the Boston Red Sox in a two-game home set. JT Charquois is expected to pitch for the Rays, while Rich Hill will be pitching for the Red Sox. Tune in right here at 6 p.m. for live coverage. The AP Poll just released their list, and Georgia has passed Ohio State, moving to number two in the AP Top 25. Florida has entered the ranking at 12, and Utah dropped from seven to number 13. Finally, Florida currently is a four-and-a-half point favorite over Kentucky for next Saturday's game. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Talia Baya. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. It's known as a small place with a big taste. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you're really missing out. The place that's been voted best cheesesteaks in Gainesville, it's called Big Mills. Serving 100% top butt sirloin, 100% chicken breast on their cheesesteak sandwiches, Big Mills has a big taste. They also offer sausages, hot dogs, burgers, and salads with a baseball theme inside that every diehard is going to want to see. They've also got ice cream and milkshakes to wash it all down, so come on down to 2111 13th Street, right next to Adam's Ribs and see why Big Mills is a small place with a big taste. 
Hey Gator fans, D&D Advertising has the new 2022 football schedules ready for pickup at these fine businesses. Florida Roofmasters, North Florida Rehab and Chiropractic, Pizzazz Piercing and Tattoo, Wildside Smoke Shop, Just Escaped Escape Room, and Yoga Pod Southwest. D&D Advertising Enterprises is not licensed, affiliated with, or endorsed by any university, sports institution, or program unless specifically stated in writing. No proceeds from any of the funds collected will be given to any educational institution or sports team. Not responsible for schedule changes after printing. Nothing runs like a... Nothing runs like a... Uh, I need a Kubota. Get into Florida Coast Equipment today. Your Florida Kubota dealer. We have equipment you can depend on. And people you can trust. We have the best deals in the state on Kubota tractors, Kubota mowers, Kubota utility vehicles, and Kubota construction equipment. Our family has been Florida's premier Kubota dealership for over 30 years. So whether you're buying, renting, or simply need your Kubota service, come into any of our 10 Florida locations. Equipment you can depend on. And price you'll love. Visit FloridaCoastEQ.com. As a small business owner, you've got ings to do. That's why the UPS Store is here to help. From printing to shredding, even mailboxing, you can get every ing your small business needs all done in one trip, saving you time for all your other ings, like professional photo taking or just enjoying family dinner. The UPS Store, every ing for small business all in one place. The UPS Store. The UPS store locations are independently owned. Product, services, pricing, and hours may vary. See center for details. Football season is almost here. Time to let Electronics World upgrade your home entertainment so you can enjoy all the big games this fall. Hi, this is Tom Collette. Score big with a new Sony 4K Ultra HD TV or a custom-designed, professionally installed home theater from Electronics World. The winning team at EW can put you right on the 50-yard line in your own home. Come visit us today and see for yourself. Just off Newberry Road, west of I-75 near TJ Maxx, or online at electronicsworld.net. This is Seth Hart, Operations Manager here at ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Due to required FCC rules regarding tower maintenance, the station is required to power down completely on Wednesday, September 7th, and for parts of Thursday, September 8th. We apologize for this disruption in our regularly scheduled programming. And we thank you for listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Sparcy with Steve Russell, weekdays at noon, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. All right, welcome back to the tailgate. Uh, let's go ahead and get back to the phones. Steve's up. What's going on, Steve? Hey, nothing much. You know, I heard a little information the other day that that you may not be able to live without. According to the Australian Institute of Marine Science, there are 10 people around the world per year that die from shark bite, as opposed to 150 people around the world that die from falling coconuts. Well, you got to watch out for those coconuts. <laughs> I don't think you have to well, worry about that in Gainesville. Can't you see somebody sitting on the beach in the shade, scared to go into the water? Say, I'm going to sit up here where it's safe. <laughs> well, you were talking about the referees a while ago. You know, I think 20 years ago it made a difference which conference the referees came from because 
you know, the guys up in the Big 12 didn't see a lot of speed like they had in the Southeast Conference. But, but I totally agree with you now that I don't think it makes any difference which referees – I mean, they may call – like you said, they may call it a little different on what you can get away with. But they, they're fairly consistent. Yeah, I mean, they all basically are learning from the same people. There's a head of, you know, in fact, uh, Steve Shaw is now the uh, head of all the officials all over the country who used to be the SEC uh, head of officials. And let me tell you what, there was, you can question whether he was good at his job or not. Yeah. Uh, but I've, I've never seen a guy who was more impartial in my life or talked to a guy who was more impartial. And so, no, look, they're not going to, they're not going to, care who wins the game they're just going to care to do a good job and and whenever we've talked to officials they always say the same thing it's competing they're still competing because they want to be the best they can possibly be at what they're doing which is a very hard thing to do you gotta have great eyes you gotta be in shape unless you're you know and they get graded every week oh yeah absolutely my friend mike mcginnis was a guy who used to do a lot of that grading and i would call him and ask him hey what what do you think? What do you think about this? And a lot of times he'd explain it was actually the right call. You, you know, you might not think it was, but it was actually the right call. So, yeah. And sometimes you go, nah, he blew that one. <laughs> All right, Jeff. We still got the same bet. Jeff just stepped out for a minute, but I'll, I'll ask All right. him. All right. He'll uh, know what I'm talking about. All right. All right, Steve. Talk to you later. See you later. Let's go get Woody. What's going on, Woody? Yeah, hey, Pat. Um, how's it going, man? Uh, Good. I'm pretty excited about the game. Uh, one of those, I heard a lot of people say, didn't know what to expect, you know? That's kind of how I was, and uh, I saw a lot there to be encouraged about. So, yeah, uh, I, I don't think anybody real. I mean, I know there was a lot of people chirping on uh, during the week last week, and they were just trying to say, hey, we're going to make a difference. We'll be a di- the difference in this game. So I think they were kind of feeling their oats, but uh, I, I still don't think if you got them off to the side and said, well, what do you really think? I have no idea. I don't know what's going to happen. I, we, none of us I did. don't think we knew, you know, yeah. and there was some, there's some stuff to work on. I, I saw a, an interview with a player, and he said, yeah, the biggest room around is room for improvement. So uh, mm-hmm. so they seem to be kind of humble about it, and that's, that's pretty cool. Listen, uh, we can think of some famous interceptions. The legend of Amari Bernie, man, lives on forever now. You know, we're always going to remember that. That's pretty cool that he's, you know, he's forever. His name's going to be remembered. That must. Yeah, no, cool I mean, comes back to campus twenty, thirty years from now. I hadn't yeah. even thought about about that in those terms, but I mean, what was what about the, some of those interceptions that come to mind? Dwayne oh, Thomas. Yeah, and, Larry Larry Kennedy, the one against yeah. Tennessee where he ran it back for a touchdown. Uh-huh. Isn't um, that cool. The the Lido pick against Georgia was one of my favorites. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, yeah, no, I, so, I that that's got to go in the, uh, probably in a top five, I would think. I mean, seriously, that that one play that was the only play that I remember where their quarterback took a little time, stared at the receiver, and with it being compressed, they had the ball. They had the ball in like a five yard line or something, so the field is compressed. So if you watch in slow motion, you can see they had two or three receivers in the area, which brought more defenders in the area, and he just stared at the guy the whole time. He never moved his head. I think that was yeah. the only time he did that. And the interesting you know? thing was the, the, the tight end tripped on a, on a Florida player's mm-hmm. ankle and fell, and I, I it's almost like it, when I go back and look at it, like, almost like he was trying to get rid of it and into the it ground. Maybe I, I'll throw it down here and, and 
but he didn't see Bernie there, so Bernie just jumped in front and got it. I think he was, in a, in a way, kind of trying to throw it away, but when you throw it away, get it, throw it all the way into the stands. Oh, in the stands. Yeah, so I'm not sure. I think he was trying to hit the guy, but, uh, you know, you can drop it. That's all we care, right? I mean, it, it looked like, oh, gosh, it's kind of inevitable. They're at least going to tie the game. You know? Oh, yeah. I so was, was, I was literally sitting there, and I was thinking to myself, Man, it's a shame. These guys really played hard, and they did all the things their coaches were asking them to do. And uh, but that's a really good team. It's about to about to either beat them or send this game to overtime. And then that happened. Mm-hmm. Was, it it was like stunning that it happened. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. And yeah. then I and then my reaction was, he did catch that right. I, this I was afraid they were going to come back. And go that previous play is under review. Uh, yeah, but that'd be just our luck. No, he got it easily. Yeah, so listen, uh, the first uh, the broadcast of the new guys, you know, the new arrangement, pretty good. I, I, I think Shane is great. I like listening to Shane. He's just critical enough, just Homer enough to, to, to make it interesting. The, the new guy, his name's Sean Kelly, right? Yep. He won me over right before kickoff. He said, Happy New Year, everybody. Gator football's back. And I thought, okay, this is pretty cool. And his voice kind of reminds me, he's sort of in between Tim Brando and Gene Deckerhoff. Isn't that the Florida State guy's name? Was, was. Yeah. yeah. The sound of his voice is sort of in between there. And I like. The and he looks like, uh, like Rob Riggle. So that's, there's your combination. <laughs> so I thought it was a good sound, you know, a, a, a good voice. Jeff, uh, I told guys last year that you were my, you were my pick. I wanted you. Uh, but... Uh, I liked you in your role. You did a great job with the halftime show. And um, I got to tell you, I like the new the new guys. I think the first broadcast is excellent. All right. We got to cool. run. Thank we're, you, Woody. We're at Thanks, the end guys. of the uh, hour, and we appreciate it. Appreciate all our callers. More coming in the second hour here on the tailgate. WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM. You spoke, we listened. You wanted the easiest car buying experience ever. So we're giving you the easiest car buying experience ever. Your schedule doesn't have time for five hours in a car dealership. Work, kids, soccer practice, grocery runs, jury duty. Really? That again? Gatorland Toyota puts your convenience at the top of the list. With Express Shopping, you can browse our incredible selection and buy your vehicle entirely from the comfort of your home. Financing, paperwork, trade appraisal, even the pricing can be done remotely. No need to come to the dealership. Gatorland Toyota delivers your new car to you. And what if that car was fully customized? With our pre-order program, it's easier than ever to get the exact vehicle you want from headlights to trunk. Have a vehicle to trade or sell? Even if you don't buy from us, we'd love to take it off your hands and give you a top dollar offer that you're sure to love. Come experience how Gatto's got it at Gatorland Toyota today. Visit GatorlandToyota.com for the easiest car buying experience ever. Since 1971, Meldon Law has been dedicated to giving back to our community, sponsoring shows like The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley, live every weekday from 4 to 6. You can also join our podcast, Meldon Law and Friends, every Tuesday at 4 p.m. on Facebook, YouTube, and 37 audio platforms. Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. 
Now, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City, MeldenLaw.com. Radiant Credit Union could cover your car payments for a whole year. Are you listening? A year! We don't want to be responsible for any FOMO or the complex emotions you might go through if you miss out. So, here's your heads up. Right now, you can save big with a Radiant Credit Union auto loan at an amazingly low rate. Plus, no payments for 90 days. And you could win your car payments for a year. But hurry, this offer ends September 30th. Visit RadiantCU.org slash autoloan and get started. Federally insured by NCUA. Things have certainly got a little out of hand lately when it comes to just buying our everyday necessities. Just look at gas, streaming services, and heck, even chicken wings. Well, there is one necessity that shouldn't cost a ton, and that's taking care of yourself and helping fix all the aches and pains in life. And the fine folks at Titan MRI agree. With costs a fraction of what you'd pay at a hospital, you'll not only save money, you'll be taken care of by staff with over 20 years of scanning experience. Titan MRI is the only locally owned and operated MRI center in town and has offices in Gainesville and Lake City. And the great part about going there is you can park right out in front of the office. There's no long walks from a parking garage. The average scan time is just 15 minutes. So you can get back on your way with doing whatever it is you do in no time. With nothing but five-star reviews, they'll give you the five star treatment titan mri is a place where your doctors are sending their family so when you need an mri call titan first and you'll burst into smiles that it'll be the best thing you ever did for yourself this program is paid for by talking reds llc the tailgate with jeff cardozo and pat dooley is on the air quiet on the set we're all sound action you can be part of the show by calling 392 talk that's 392-8255. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here's Jeff and Pat. The setup we have now in here with the two TVs, it feels like there's always... A sports show on one. It could be actual tennis, or it could be a talk show, or what is it? What is it now? Around the Horn, and there's always like a, a superheroes movie on the other one for some reason. I think this is fantastic for one of those. So it kind of gets you start looking out. You're trying to just kind of look into space while you're talking, and then all of a sudden you go, "Hey, look at that! Look what that guy did." That's a good thing. That's a good thing. Are you going to turn your mic on? I got it. That's an amateur move right there. Sorry, I'm trying to send more links to the uh, Pick'em people. Oh. We've got some uh, some people that, uh, I guess, I don't know. A lot of people got the link, so I'm not sure if why if you didn't get the link because it's all been I'm done the same way. I did not get the link. Um, I think it's user error, but if it well, is look, I got a my emails. fault, then uh, I'm sending more links out to people that say they didn't got them. But we uh, we had four people get 20 points mm. and like five or six get 19. I was one of the 19ers. Really? So, had a uh, well, had a good first Florida, week. I assume. I did, of course. Um, but again, we'll do this uh, every week. I'll tell you who the uh, the winner is after the uh, the five fifteen break because I don't want to lose my spot in sending more of these links. But yeah, they uh, they have a tiebreaker. So the four people that got twenty, one of them did win, and uh, they got some swag from uh, our boys at Burkhart, the uh, Budweiser distributing, and a lot of uh, really good stuff there. Also, a, a Big Mills gift card this week, so uh, a really cool prize to uh, nice. to get things going. And mm, looks like steaks. we're going to have uh, some tickets again for uh, for two people. 
or one person that's going to bring somebody else from uh, from Burkhart. So we'll do that later in the week as well. For so, for for the Kentucky game. You kidding? Yeah. I I need to. Always good stuff. Can I win something? You can you can just try to get in the contest? Well, I think you're purposely keeping me out of the contest. You're embarrassed at how you, good you, I am. Because I kept you out because you wouldn't have picked the Gators, and then I don't want you to finish last like you always do. I didn't finish last last year. I had a great fantasy team. Are we doing that? No. It was a game thirst. No, no. No fantasy this year. Um, by the way. Oh, I can enjoy the games. Porter is dead last for all of you that want to make fun of Porter. <laughs> Finished dead last in the picks this week. He was very bad. Who did he go with it? He screwed up on it. I don't know. I'll have to look at it. Probably picked LSU. Let's see what happened. Did you talk about that game much yesterday? A little bit, yeah. Uh, I was pointing out that that. Do you remember when um, Brian Kelly left Notre Dame and he, like he wanted some of his assistants to go with him, and they were all like, "Nah, we're good." Yeah, we're good. We're good. You Don't know the one guy that you. left that came with him? Special, Special teams. teams. <laughs> he must have thought, "I can't get hired anywhere else." Hopefully, you'll keep me. <laughs> uh, yeah. That was the one of the worst special teams performances, you know. I've ever seen. I mean, to I remember the one year that when Zook was the coach, and Derek Abney. Remember that guy? I do. He was he was really good. I played in the NFL for a while too, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, and he ran back, I think, a kickoff and a punt for a touchdown, and maybe had another like long one. And of course, Zook cared about special teams because he was a special teams guy before. After he was defensive coordinator, and then Spurrier demoted, but gave him more money mm-hmm. to be the special teams guy, and he was a special teams guy in the NFL. So it mattered to him. And he just threw his entire play sheet with all its papers and way up in the air, and they came fluttering down around him as Abney's running down. The, the, <laughs> and I'm like, I, I feel your pain, buddy, man. You, you, I'm sure you didn't coach him up to be like this, but sometimes great players can make things like that happen. Like we saw on Saturday, good old number 15 again. All right, back to the phones we go. Let's get Jack to join us next. Jack, what's up? Hey, guys. Hey, Pat, I, I agree with you on um, that win was the perfect win at the right time for the, for the uh, our team. Again, time, uh, you know, we can talk about it today, but that's time to move, turn the page and move on to Kentucky. Uh, you know, one, one series that doesn't get heralded a lot is when we got the ball down there, on, again, on, I don't know if it's a penalty or something, we're down inside their 10 or whatever, and so we just go three and out. But I thought that was a really good series just to pound the ball, run some clock, and get out of there and let our defense play because that kind of situation last year, like at Georgia, we could have gotten in a little trouble. You know what I mean? I don't know if you remember that series or not. Yeah, but, I mean, I would actually think the opposite. I was like, man, those are three crappy play calls. Um, But, I mean, maybe you're right, Jack. It it obviously did that, but then they did come down and score after that. So the field position, I think getting maybe a couple first downs would have been more beneficial in that case. And then Napier, even after the game, said I was I was really poor and calling plays there too. So I think he he knew it. So I don't know if that was the objective, but I think basically I just worked. saying you you don't know what you're talking about. No, I I, I mean Jack well, played, played more. Fun. My wife says that every day, Pat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I get that a few times a day too. Yeah, I mean, to, to me, know. Jack. To be, I guess, in all honesty, I thought that was the worst possession of the the entire game. I was like, "What? What are we doing here?" That just looked stupid. I so guess there. I'm wrong. Then I died, Jeff. I stand corrected. Oh, or you could be right, and Jeff is stupid. No, I still love you, Jack. <laughs> well, uh, you know, you know. Again, I think we have some work to do on special teams. That's again with a couple of penalties. But again, I just think. 
I said this earlier on Steve's show, I think this coach has the right attitude for the, these players today. Mm-hmm. The guys, I mean, like uh, uh, Kelly yelling and screaming his plays on the I mean, that, that, you know who that guy looked at me? He looked like Jim McElwain against Michigan in 2017. He was just lost. He had no idea what was going on around him. I said this yesterday. He looked like he was on Xanax or something. He <laughs> he just was kind of like, what what did I did I leave Notre Dame to come to this mess? Um, yeah. Well, they you know what they paid him the money, and I will tell you, I, I think that's the big play now. Uh, uh, Wruf at Gmail, whatever. How long do you think Brian Kelly's going to last? I'm thinking no more than two years because they've got to keep him one more. But, you know, we talk about Florida fans. I mean, That's a lot of money to pay a guy not to coach. It is a lot of money, but I'm just, and they got to pay Coach Orger on, too. But I'm just saying. Yep, 17 that, million. That, you know, it's, it, no, but it's not just us that runs coaches off. It's Auburn and LSU and Tennessee and everybody else. So it's just a it's the competitive nature of the conference. And, uh, you know, again, I just, again, had a great time. But I'll say one thing about the seeing, you know, Pat and I talked about this yesterday, Jeff. Maybe you can, maybe you have some more information about what the makeup of the new swamp's going to look like. But I sit on row 13 behind the uh, Utah bench. And I'm, I'm a pretty, I'm a pretty wide body guy. I'm, I'm a, I'm a guy that wears dockers to the big butted legs, <laughs> big butted, big butted guys and big leg guys. But I'm telling you, I did not sit that one time and my chair was, my, my seat was maybe a, maybe six inches. So, <laughs> Uh, th- there was a lot of folks. I mean, there should have been a lot of Crisco greases and seats in that place. But, uh, again, iconic win. Uh, we'll call you later this week. Talk about Kentucky. Go Gators, guys. Yeah, Jack, thank you. Um, and, you know, and I think that's a part of it. Obviously, oh, yeah. things have changed uh, a lot well, and they had to, since uh, they built it. They had to, uh, at the last second, they had forgotten the number of the seats or something I, I, I saw. And, and apparently I, I, Eric was one of the people that he was on a row, but the rows went like 18 2019 so people got all confused and they they said no these are my seats i've had these seats forever well you don't have them today because you're on row 20 no i'm not on row 19 you go well you would think you are but you're not that's 19 behind you so there was a little bit of that problem but a lot of lines could get in the game there this these are all things they're well aware of and they're going to work on but they aren't they aren't fixable overnight you know you would think they would be but they are i think you ought to go back to paper tickets personally well, that's not going to solve anything. It would different. make it quicker instead of people going, "Wait a minute, it was on my phone. I can't find it now." And they got you got to fix, mess with them for a while. And just it's like that story Doug Brown told the Lakeland Club about the woman who said, "I can't, I, I can't get into the games. I was standing out there for hours, and somebody we couldn't figure out how to get find my ticket online." He said, "Well, do you have a smartphone?" She goes, "I think so. Every time it rings, there's somebody on the other end." <laughs> <laughs> Put it in your Apple Wallet. And you don't have to download it. Yeah, that's what people should do. That's the thing to do. All right, we're here to take some phone calls, so we're going to do that and get David next. David, what's up? What's up, guys? Jeff, I got I got to say thank you to you. because I, I, Hopefully it was you that I tweeted at during the game because my dad's a big fan of yours, and we were trying to figure out where these where the refs were from. Yep. I tweeted yep. you during the game, and I was like, he was like, get on, get on the twatter and, and hit Jeff up and Twat. see if he knows where the refs are. Like, I know you personally. My dad, just he's a big fan, so I appreciate you responding like that. Sure, buddy. Happy to do it. Yes, sir. But uh, I, I got to say, you know, I'm moving on from the officiating. Like, we can complain about that to a blue in the face, or we can look ahead to a, a good game coming up this Saturday. Well, but you know the referees were good because both sides are complaining. So that's that means they were equally equal opportunity screw-uppers. You know – 
I will say one thing about all of that. was There was one play, you know, you go back and forth on all the calls. There was a play where two receivers, maybe a tight end and a receiver, were just bowling over one of our cornerbacks into the corner of the end zone after the play was over in front of a ref. And the player gets up, you know, he's got his arms out. He's like, come on, you got to call that or something. And the ref's not going to call anything. And another one of our players walked over and tapped him on the shoulder and said, hey, man, you know, don't worry about it next play and kind of brought him back. And I, we never had that last year. We never had our own players policing each other and keeping each other in check. And so that's one of the one of the little things that you see that you're like, wow, this is a big difference in the attitude and maturity of this team. And so I was really proud of those boys for never losing their cool, not getting too frustrated, even on like the bad pass. Uh, the guy that was in coverage, he's pointing at the ground, and as soon as it looked like that was not going to change, he just ran back into formation. And uh, I, you know, I really like, I'm really proud of them for just taking that kind of step forward. Uh, but I wanted to ask you guys, who was your special teams player of the game this past week, and uh, why is that your choice? And I take that off the air. Y'all have a good one. All right, David. Thank you. My answer would be nobody. It might be. Maybe Mihalik had a lot of good kickoffs. I can't think of anybody else. So Crawshaw wasn't great. He had a net 27-yard punt. Um, yeah, they fair caught they everything punt-wise. Yeah, they didn't really run much back. And then the two that they did, they got 15-yard penalties. Yeah, and then they didn't – all on the kickoffs, they actually had the two holds. That's what I'm saying, yeah. Yeah, so there wasn't but what, good. But I do think that – I did see one one of the last kickoffs that happened – and they were one block away from breaking it. So clean that up, get that block. But, no, I gave them, with all the praise that I gave Florida on my grading the Gators for WRUF.com, I gave them a C, which is about you know, pretty average. They didn't do anything really bad. C's get degrees, duels. They do. So did D's. <laughs> <laughs> I know that for a fact, believe me. All right, let's get uh, Byrne to join us next. Hey, Byrne, welcome to the tailgate. Well, Jeff, enjoy your show. Saturday. Thank you. Most of it, I think, as long as I've got a, I've got an iPhone, and I, I don't have a computer, Jeff. And for some reason, no matter what kind of phone I have, sometimes I have trouble maintaining a link to a bit. You know, there's something will pop up like, well, there's an error in the system or something. But I listen to most of your show on Saturday, and I really appreciate that. Yeah, sure thing. Happy to do you it. Know, you know, Pat, I'm thinking since you mentioned the special teams. That makes me think there's uh, two SEC teams, namely LSU, and the Gators that didn't do that well on special teams. Well, the difference is LSU lost it on special teams. Florida was neutral on special teams. There's a difference there. They didn't do anything egregiously bad, although the two holding penalties did back them up and make longer fields. Uh, But other than that, they didn't really do that much bad. But they didn't do anything special. They were not special. And I, I know yeah. that that'll get better. But it, they don't have a a guy back there running back anything, punts or kickoffs, that you just are scared of, you know? Yeah. Nobody with great yeah, speed. I hoping that Henderson might break one or do something, but nothing happened so far, to my knowledge. No. No. It's been a while. I think the last kickoff return for a touchdown might have been that onside kick Callaway ran back. <laughs> Remember that? Yeah. Was that Missouri? Huh. Yeah, I don't remember that, I'm afraid. You ask questions, Jeff, and I'm lost, speechless. Anyway, I wanted to ask something about FSU you can explain to me. 
because I know you know everything, you two. Um, FSU's next game's on a Friday night against Louisville. Do you have any idea why all of a sudden they decided to go play games on Friday night? Well, I assume they're um, it's at home. Yeah. TV? Yeah. TV ACC. wants it. It's at Louisville. No, it's, no, it's, a, it's the ACC's choice. Yeah. I mean, the Florida's oh, playing Florida is. State on a Friday yeah. this but year. But that was FSU's choice. They wanted to do that. But uh, look, there was a time when Miami, every Miami home game was on Friday night. Back in the oh, really? uh, back in the seventies, yeah. Every oh, game they okay. play, home game they play was on Friday night. So. Uh-huh. Okay, I wonder because that means we'd have not that I want to watch it very much. That means we're going to have a Thursday night college game, a Friday night game with FSU, and then of course the Gators will be on. Yeah, and well, I don't, I don't, I don't think I think if 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 FSU struggles with Louisville as bad as they look this week. Yeah, I mean, not be a good. I sign. just can't believe. Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that because I, I couldn't. I just, Pat, I couldn't believe that LSU, and I'm not a fan, of course, but let me uh, let me down. But I wanted the SEC to beat uh, FSU so bad. You know, I wanted FSU to lose, but I also was a not happy LSU lost. I mean, not no. sad that LSU lost. I was. Yeah. Oh no. I was. I it was. It was. Uh, I wasn't crying in my beer. It ripped, but, you know, I would. It, yeah. It made it okay. I was like, yeah, okay, I can live with that. You know, anything that makes FSU look good, Pat, I don't really care for that much. You know, just between you and me. Yeah, and again, they know. didn't score a lot of points, and they didn't. Um, I mean, they 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 had the game won, and they let LSU come back and have a chance to tie it, and they should have tied you know. it. But so they're, yeah. I mean, they they can take this as we're back, but it's not. I don't think that's the case at all. They beat an unranked team that probably won't be ranked at all this year, uh, uh, so they're not quite back. And to yeah, be honest with you. With, uh, Nobody's back last year. You know. I mean, Florida's okay. not back until you, till you remember what McElwain told us that time when he was talking about the one well, hit wonders. Peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. No, the, when, when he was, he had this big thing about the circle, red rubber ball. Oh, right, red rubber ball. Yeah, rubber he ball. said that. Um, he said they were big one hit wonders, and I, I said, uh, excuse me, Coach. Uh, Turn down day was a number one song. Uh, it's a very oh. good song. Okay. It's a tune so down day. And then I found out when one guy one guy from their band lived in Gainesville. So I ended up doing a big big column on it. Yeah. Oh, I'm, darn, I miss all that stuff. It was one of oh. his best. Okay, Jeff, Pat, have a good day. Yes, Hope sir, I'll you too. talk to you later on the week. Appreciate you. It, as it was, that may have been his best press conference. Because when they would win big games, he, they were all the worst press conferences. They mm-hmm. were terrible. He'd sit there and go, I can't use that. Hey, he can throw the ball a long way. You know, I don't want to know. They were just weird. Weird. Weird and wild. <laughs> well, weird and wild first week in our Pick'em's contest. The winner from week one was Tommy Boy. Four different uh, individuals got 20 points. They went 20 and four. The guy from the movie? Yeah, might be. So, Tommy Boy, Copper Gator, Big Gator, 72, and Jesse the Mind. All got 20 points, but Tommy Boy won the tiebreaker, so he is getting our uh, swag this week. So congratulations to Tommy Boy. Sent a bunch of more of those invites if you were still in there, so make sure you get in. Again, every week is a, a different thing, but we'll also have a cumulative winner. So if you didn't win the first week, keep doing it because we're going to have a grand prize when it's all said and done, courtesy of our friends at Burkhart. Take a break. Come back with more of your phone calls right after this. You're listening to The Tailgate. Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. 
Good evening, I'm Alex Moraski. The Tampa Bay Rays start their two-game set against the Boston Red Sox tonight at 6 p.m. The Rays currently are second in the AL East and have the first wildcard spot, while the Miami Marlins start their three-game series against the Philadelphia Phillies tonight at 6.45. In Gator news, the Florida Gators were ranked number 12 in the latest AP poll with their win against previously ranked number 7 Utah. UF was previously unranked in the poll. The Gators are currently four and a half point favorites against 20th ranked Kentucky this Saturday at 7 p.m. at home. Also in Gator news, Gators Volleyball plays multiple matches this week starting on Friday and ending Saturday. I'm Alex Moraski. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Every morning, I get up, start the trek into town for a busy day ahead, and every morning, I kid you not, I pass an ugly green van or truck along the way, heading to work as well. But the best part of that site is I know someone is about to be wowed with the craftsmanship and work ethic from days gone by with the technology of today, because that vehicle has vintage electric written across the side. And that quality is evident all over North Central Florida, and with more than two dozen licensed journeyman technicians, you can be assured that a call to Vintage Electric is a call you won't forget. Now, I'm sure there's tons of you out there with honeydews up the wazoo, and if any of those have to do with electricity, call Vintage Electric today. No job's too small, they do it all, from service upgrades to rewiring, appliance and AC circuits, and how about an entire smart home installation? That way, you can just ask Alexa to turn on the tailgate. So have them put their tailgate down, grab their tools, and sit back and know your electric job is going to be done right. Call up Vintage Electric today at 371-8021, or visit them online at vintageelectric.net. Hey, it's Kyle from Leonardo's Millhopper. 2022 has been a hell of a ride so far, but it's finally football season again and time to get the party started. While everything else seems to be in a constant state of change, at Leonardo's Millhopper, we're still serving pies, garlic knots, and salad bar the same way we've been doing it since 1976. Come on in with your family and friends to relive good times and create new memories at Gainesville's iconic pizza destination. Follow us on Instagram for the sexy food pics, and as always, don't forget the tailgate 10. Hey, Jeff. Yo! I'm back, baby! Well, it's about time for the Gators to take the football field and finally time to get that Gator gear on again. Now, you probably have the shirts, the tanks, the tees, and the hats, but I bet you don't have enough accessories to accompany the orange and blue. But with one visit to Oaks Jewelry, they'll get you looking as good as the Gators do on the field. Since the sports here on campus seem to sparkle all the time, well, why don't you follow suit and sparkle in the stands? Oaks Jewelry has become as popular as the new coaching staff has in just a short time, and they've got rose gold, white gold, yellow gold, watches, purses. Let's just put it this way. They've got something special that is perfect for you at a price that's as awesome as a Gator victory. A proud member of the Gainesville Area Chamber of Commerce, Oaks Jewelry is the place to go for all your jewelry needs. So go see it for yourself. It's right across the street from the Oaks Mall, not far at all. Or you can check them out online at oaksjewelry.com. Well, everybody knows that Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. However, since we opened our doors in 1971, we've been the community partner with over 600 scholarships awarded through our Meldon Law Scholar-Athlete Program, as well as our Veterans Making a Difference initiative. Meldon Law has offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City. MeldonLaw.com, where we won't back down. The Mary Wise Show, Monday evenings at 7, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. 
This is University of Florida President Kent Fox, and you're listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Got to see Dr. Fox after the, the game on Saturday. He was certainly excited, as he uh, should be. Always great to see him down on the field. Did having he, a, did a he good ask time. about me? He did not. Okay. Uh, Kate is here producing today, 392-8255. If you want to call us, Bills and Dozo here with you as we get you through. Got a big fantasy draft tonight. Uh, you excluded me from playing. Well, this is like one that I always do. So, let's see how it goes. Did you see Dan Mullen's new college football playoff yeah, I, predictions? I, what is he doing? I feel bad saying this, but I, like I almost feel like I want to unfollow him <laughs> because there's just Wait a minute. Let me see if I'm following him. There's so much like crap that he's putting out there, like, and it's just I don't. I guess they're probably making him for ESPN. Okay, I am not following him. Really? Oh, I am following. There we go. Unfollow. Yeah, see you unfollow. It's just, there, he's just putting a lot, of, like, obviously you followed him when he was at Florida because that's what you're supposed to do, yeah. but it just, I don't really care about his opinion anymore. No, I don't either. And, uh, I mean, we've all, the, the the easy joke is what we talked about before. Wouldn't give the ball to Damian Pierce starting in the NFL. Um, Kyle Trask would be starting on a lot of teams and will one day be starting for the Bucks. He'd want to play him. Didn't want to play Anthony Richardson. We saw what he can do. But you, you're going to listen to his expert opinion? Your ex, My expert opinion is you blew it on yeah. some guy. Now, he was a great coach. Yeah, somebody he knows more offense yes. in you know, 10 plays than I know in my whole life. But it's just I don't really care that he's picking Georgia to win the national title right now. Like it's just care not content picks. that I want to see. I don't care who anybody picks or who anybody's got as a Heisman favorite or anything like that right now. Let's but, go through September before we even talk about those yeah. things. But if you missed it, you could have gotten Anthony Richardson before the game at plus 4,000 to win the Heisman. And now after week one, he's plus 1,400. Well, and his NIL so value went up over doubled. A yeah. yeah, it's over a million now. Now, you still got to collect it. You got to get – that's got to work for you. And um, people are going to have to come up with it, the money for you. And then it goes to the collective or the Gator Guard and – Yada, yada, yada. Made it good. All right, back to the phones. Let's get Adam next. Adam, what's up? How about them damn Gators, boys? How about it? How about it, man? I I love telling you this, Pat. I told you so, young man. <laughs> A lot of people told me so. I, I just didn't so, listen. Man. I should have listened. We tried. Hey, buddy. Uh, really impressed with the team, as everybody has said. Um, uh, I don't think enough is being spoken about uh, the, the freshmen that played. Namely, one Trevor Etienne. Mm-hmm. He was very good. Uh, I tell you, Devin Moore made a nice play um, late in that game, and that you needed those guys to play because somebody the other day or yesterday was telling me that Florida only played thirty-eight players in the game. They played. I counted it up because I said that's not right. It was more like I think it was sixty-one they played. So they played a lot of those young guys and got them into the game and um, you know got them their first experience. But I think they needed them just for the. Um, you know, because it hey, look, it wasn't just humid for 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 Utah. It was it was humid for Florida too. Yeah, and those guys made a difference. Shamar James, you don't just yeah. put him in. You don't just put him in in the red zone 
facing Utah to tie the game. He was in that play, the final play of the game. Shamar James was on the field, my man. Yeah. That you don't put him in there to get to get playing time. But namely, I just wanted to, and I saw Devin Moore, man. He made one hell of a tackle out there. I saw. Um, well, and on on the first goal line stand in the first half, where they stopped him at the one, they fumble they happened. All backups bunch in. of backups yeah. in on the on that play. So there was a lot of guys that that got that experience. It was cool. Dude, I I love that mindset with this staff. I absolutely love it. Um, you know, I I, I want to speak a little bit more about Trevor Etienne. You know, his rushing average was twelve point eight yards a carry. My man, he was the second leading rusher behind Anthony Richardson. I mean, he had, I, I forget the stat that I saw earlier. I think it was like six rushes for like, I don't know what that comes out to. I mean, 72. Yeah, I mean, he, there was definitely some explosiveness there. Um, you could, but you can also see why those other two backs are getting playing time too. I mean, you had the spin move, and then Naquan ran hard. So you just, it's going to be a nice three-headed monster. And you just, you wonder, I mean, Lingard might never see the field. He might not, but I, I love that. And you got to think about what that means for the recruits, Jeff. And I would, I'd love, you, you were talking about the locker room. You said there was a lot of recruits there. Well, we know there was a lot of recruits there. I love when we hang up that maybe you talk a little bit more about that vibe that you caught when you was, you know, when you were around those guys. Yeah. But, um, you know, what, what that means for these recruits coming out there and they're like, wait a minute, that dude just graduated high school. That dude just graduated high school. They just recruited this guy. You know, like if I come out here and I give it my all, I can be under these lights. I can be in the swamp, and I can give them hell. And I, just a little note before I go, my man, Kentucky's offensive line is a freaking mess, dude. Their offensive line had to be reshuffled incredibly. We're we, we're gonna get, we're gonna if 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 Miami of Ohio got um, four sacks on Levis, I mean it's just that's just <laughs> that's not gonna be good. I, I see us winning this game, thirty four sixteen. Go Gators. Thanks, guys, for the show. All right, Adam. Appreciate it. That is a big issue for them. And, again, when they rush for 50 yards and they get give up four sacks, so I think their net rushing was – well, the, the, the minus 18 came uh, – so they had 68 actual rushing yards from the running backs. So, yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't want to sit here and say, though, that they're not going to fix it. Like, we can't no. just say because that happened, that's what the Gators are going to do to them. They've been very good. Yeah, they're uh, too good of a team and coach to not fix it. By the way, I did want to mention this, um, that uh, Guy Morris passed away today. Really? Yeah, 71. Dang. If you remember him, he, of course, was a coach of Kentucky, and he was the guy who got Gatorade poured on him too mm -hmm. early and uh, yeah. lost the game. But he had them going for a while there. I mean, they were they were getting better, and, and then he left for Baylor out of nowhere, and we were like, what? And things didn't work out for him at Baylor. but um, And then they kind of went back into a hole until Stoops kind of got things turned around finally. I mean, Chip and Joanna probably gave him an offer he couldn't refuse. Threesome? Get in on the silos. <laughs> for it made it big. What are the silos? That was like their place. Well, I don't the know. The restaurant and all that I stuff. I don't watch that stuff. Really? No, I don't watch. Look, I, you know me. I like sports. I like sitcoms. And occasionally movies. That's about it for me. Sports, X-rated movies? movies? No, just like good movies. Okay. I'm telling you. I, I did try to watch the football game last night, and I told myself when I really want to go to bed. I'm so tired. When um, when Clemson gets up two touchdowns, I'm done going to bed. 
and it took forever. <laughs> next thing you know, it's like the middle of the third quarter. I'm like, well, you just put this thing away. But if you're if it's competitive, I got to stay with it, you know. Yeah. But Georgia Tech's awful. They are very awful. See what the uh, cattleman wants today. What's up, Mikey? What's going on, gentlemen? Whatever they do about NIL and Portal, they can't kill the sport, can they? Great entertaining Labor Day weekend of football. It was. It may be idiot-proof like the NFL. <laughs> well, yeah. I hope you're right, Pat. If they expand that playoff, I didn't call about that, but I've been, I'm have been. i a 16-team playoff guy, but do you all think 12 skins the cat, or do you think that's still leaving meat on the bone? What you so you want to go to sixteen? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've, I've been I've been that way from day one. I've I've always been a sixteen team guy. I will. I'll be honest. After Georgia beat the number eleven team, what fifty nine to three, everybody was like, "Oh yeah, that's great. That'll be a great playoff game." That, you know, next time when they get that. But look, I, the only way teams are going to get good enough to compete with the teams that are at the top is with by getting into get the playoffs. So. You know, knocking somebody off or just having that exposure and getting better recruiting. So, you know, I'm uh, 12's fine with me. As long as it's more football, that's all I care about. Yeah, expansion's a good thing, but I'm hearing the top four still get a bye. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they would have to in that format. If you go to 16, everybody's got to play the same number of games. But you've got to reward them somehow for being that good all year. I don't have a problem with that. Well, we got a top 25, and most of the top 25 is not in the playoffs, so I have a problem with it. But, I mean, like, like look at the NFL, guys. NFL's got 32 teams. 14 teams go to the playoffs. Yeah, well, and they, they stay engaged a lot longer, too. But, again, we right. hey, look, we had to drag that, just... people kicking and screaming into a four-team playoff. They, yeah. I mean, well, that, I, it's I just not the, it's not the same way. Yeah. I think we all agree college football's got a playoff problem, and I'm I'm in, I'm, a, I'm an outlier. I'm in the minority, I guess, but I don't think 12 is the number. But whatever. Hey guys, um, been listening to Kentucky radio today. Um, hearing a lot of chirping about Chris Rodriguez and Anthony Richardson. Don't know if that's gotten gotten back to you or not. Um, okay, Pat. Okay, help, clue me in on this. Uh, uh, Rodriguez got a DUI, right? What back in uh, May, maybe? Yeah, it was his second uh, pro- second issue on on. I can't. I don't know what the first one was, but it was it was the second time he got into trouble. Yeah, yeah. There's something that's still under the covers, yeah. right? There's something else that's out there that they're not talking about or that's covered up. Yeah, I, I'm not sure what it is. Yeah. Yeah, and and for the record, of course, uh, nobody throws stones. Most of these dudes have stuff in their juvenile records we don't know about because it's juvenile records a lot of times. But I've been listening to a lot of Kentucky fans chirping, Pat. I'm, you know, I think does society take DUI seriously or not? I think when you look at some of these NFL dudes, you know, a lot of times they're playing almost immediately. But I'm hearing Kentucky people talking about didn't Anthony Richardson get popped running 110 back from Jacksonville over the summer? He did. Won a DUI though. Won a DUI, yeah. Yeah, but I'm just uh, I hear Kentucky fans talking a lot about okay, one of our star players out for a traffic violation, but Florida's is not. That's a little bit different of a violation. Yeah, totally different. I mean, wasn't it like what Richardson running like at like four in the morning or something? Yeah, but he wasn't he wasn't drunk. He wasn't intoxicated. Yeah. I just I didn't know if y'all had heard that one or not yet. But Kentucky fans, no, really and you know what? This will be the last time I hear it this week because uh, yeah. I I don't I don't pay attention to what Kentucky fans are saying about anything in any sport. I, you know, John Clay, I thought uh, I might have mentioned it to you. Yeah, when, no, John on is on the Friday. podcast uh, Friday. Yeah, yeah. well. That's what your boy Matt Jones and crew are talking about today. Well, that's what Matt Jones would talk about because he's an idiot. (laughs) Well, I'll I'll stay out of that one. Hey, guys, um, one thing I'm looking forward to on this game, I think 
Georgia's clearly going to win the East. No shocker there. But a lot of football to be played. But I'm in that Todd McShay uh, Kuiper camp, guys. The uh, uh, Levis and Richardson are both supposed to be first round draft picks. Richardson's getting all the shine this week. I'm interested to see the co- the quarterback shootout. Yeah, and I think that there'll be a lot of that on their side because if their offensive line doesn't block better, they've got to get their running game going. So. It'll be interesting, yeah. But, I mean, obviously the what, what Anthony did in the first game was do th- a lot of different things. So it wasn't just uh, one thing or another. And, um, you know, Levis threw for 300, you know. So we'll see. It'll be fun. Yeah, that, that is a big blow, Pat. You know, you've been, you know, if you just take your Florida fan hat off for a second, that's a huge blow for Kentucky. Rodriguez not being there. Yeah, I don't know when he's going to be back. He was first team All SEC last year. He was very good, very good running back. I think he okay. was second or led the SEC in rushing. But uh, yeah, okay. I don't know. I mean, it's I don't I don't I think it's out of Mark Stoops' hands, and that's why it's uh, it's probably frustrating. It, to and, him. and if it wasn't, he'd be on the field. We know that, don't we, Pat? Yep. <laughs> hey, we're number twenty-four. Y'all hang in there. All right. Was that an IQ uh, question? Twenty-four. What's a good IQ? Like a hundo? 130. Okay. Mine was 136. Not a baby. I didn't apply it well. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we got to apply a break. We'll do that. Come back. More of your phone calls. It is the tailgate powered by Gatorland Toyota. You're in here first. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Well, we all hope to be at the top of our game with everything we do. Hard work certainly helps, but so does preventing things from going haywire. So for me, it's maintaining my physique with a little less gummy bears. For those with AC units, it's a maintenance plan that'll keep you cool all year long. And there is nobody better at it than Crystal Air and Water. They've got fast service and flat rates with no surprises, no contracts, no pressure, and you can cancel anytime. Their four-tier preventative maintenance plan has something to suit whatever need you have. So when you need to feel secure that your AC unit is at the top of its game, a call to Crystal Air and Water is one you want to make. Summertime means fun time. It's a chance to get out and enjoy all the great things here in North Central Florida and beyond. Getting outside and getting after it again can be awesome, but turn into all full pretty quickly if you don't stretch or if you're just old like Pat Dooley. So if you have a mishap with some aches and pains and need any type of chiropractic treatment, there is nobody better in town than Dr. Paul Gardner. At Gardner Chiropractic and Injury, they have affordable, no-stress care. From sports injuries to chronic pain and headaches that won't go away, they've got many therapies that will get you better. They can even order MRIs, ultrasounds, CAT scans, x-rays, and blood work to get you all diagnosed the right way. Gardner Chiropractic and Injury Center has been making the people of Gainesville feel better for a really long time. Located right next to Gainesville Health and Fitness on University Avenue, finding them is as easy as getting better. So give them a call today at 727-4438. As you look online at all the Facebook pages, the TikToks, and the tweets, there are resolutions everywhere. Heck, even Dooley is resolving to lift some weights and not to suck at golf so badly this year. So I told him the one-stop shop to fix up both is Play It Again Sports. If you have things you want to get better at for 2022, check out their bikes, their exercise equipment, their gloves and bats, and even their slew of Frisbees for a little Frisbee golf. They are the place for just about anything. And if you have anything just laying around don't use anymore, well, bring it in for some 
cold hard cash or trade it up for something snazzy. Play it again is the perfect place to find whatever you are looking for. And it's located right on University and 34th Street, so it's easy to find. And I'm there all the time, so I just might see you at Play It Again Sports. You spoke, we listened. You wanted the easiest car buying experience ever. At Gatorland Toyota, we give you the easiest car buying experience ever. With express shopping, you can shop and buy your vehicle entirely from home. We'll even deliver your car to you. Want a customized Toyota? With our pre-order program, you can get the exact Toyota you want. And if you have a vehicle you'd like to trade or sell, we'll buy it whether you buy from us or not. Come experience how Gettle's got it at Gatorland Toyota today. Visit GatorlandToyota.com for the easiest car buying experience ever. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Isolated thunderstorms are still possible through this evening. Tomorrow, watch for some patchy morning fog, then a 40% chance for afternoon and evening storms. Highs in the 90s, heat index near 100. Thursday and Friday, rain chances increase to 80% with highs in the 80s. From the UF Weather Center, I'm Chief Meteorologist Jeff George. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Rob in South Carolina. Man, why are you guys disrespecting Stratford, uh, man? Don't call in here talking about I'm disrespecting someone. Then you can't remember their name and then you say the wrong name. Yo, Max, no, you're disrespecting um uh, yeah, my grandma. So don't 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 tell me you're so high on Stafford you can't remember his name and then you call him Stafford. He, Jay, and Max. Weekday mornings at six, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8:50 AM, WRUF. We are your home for Tampa Bay Rays baseball. You're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world with the WRUF radio app. And now, more of the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley, here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. All right, we back. Dules and Dozo here with you. 392-8255 if you would like to join us. Only about 15 minutes to go in the show. Let's get back to the phones and get Carter to join us next. Carter, what's up? No, it's Porter. Oh, hey, Porter. Hey, guys. How are we doing today? Uh, did Cattleman just go a whole call without talking about Lane Kiffin at least, at least once? He did. Oh, wow. He didn't bring up Bruce Pearl or Donnie Tindall either. <laughs> Couldn't get Yahtzee on him. Hey, but I, a couple things I want to touch on before uh, before I forget the the put them in the mouth of Kentucky fans. That, that is true. Like, like they, I don't know where all they just they, all of a sudden. I remember it was the, they they had their new stadium, whatever year that was, back in the nineties. And the next year they, they they and they didn't really you know we killed them forty eight seven or something like that. But the, they were kind of mouthy. And the next year they came down here and they were mouthy. And I remember the, the, the one thing I, they said we were just renting their basketball coach. They were you know they were like expecting Billy Donovan to leave and go there. But um, oh, they definitely, they all, yeah, they went after him twice too. Yeah, they like, something like they all of a sudden is like, hey, wait a minute, we can join in this this, this uh, you know pompous uh, you know smack talking too. <laughs> like it was like it was like night all of a sudden overnight they came up. Anyway, um, hey Jeff, I remember last year I think it was last year uh, at uh, opening day the Gators were like tied for the most players on uh, major league rosters. 
And uh, with with the, the new guys coming up, do you have any idea where we stand on that now? I know they just said uh, no, because some have, some have gone up and down. Um, sure, but it's it's still going to be right there at the top. So it's it's fun and and but the they actually came out since now the NFL is starting the active fifty uh, three man rosters, and uh-huh. the Gators are eighth on there with thir- thirty two guys in the uh, NFL. Can you guess who's the most? Uh, let me go, Alabama. Alabama, fifty eight. So that's the difference. Thirty two Gators are in the NFL. Fifty eight from Alabama. Yeah. Okay. I'll. I'll uh... No comment on that one. Um, uh, what's going on Fiedo? I, I know he went, had surgery, and I haven't heard anything um, this year. Have you heard any update on him? Is how, how he's doing? Well, he, he came up and he was really good for a while, and then he got hurt again. So he hasn't haven't pitched in a little bit, probably in uh, uh, a month or so. Okay, and he was really good for so the season for quite over. a long time. Yeah, he'll, he'll, I think he's done for the year. Dang it. Okay, um, Pat. I don't think the uh, I don't think the um, the, the quarterback rising was, was throwing the ball away. That play, but the, the tight end was going, going straight down, and he was going to stop and just turn around and get low on the goal line. Mm-hmm. And the the, the, the the middle linebacker, the Bernie guy, intercepted, and then the other linebacker, they kind of sque- squeezed him. He kind of and he and he was kind of crowded. And when he hit the turn around, he was he, his feet got clipped, and so he's tr- he's trying to turn around and stop right there and create a target. And um, instead, his, his, his momentum keeps going. There's no way once you once you your feet stop, your body continues, you know. And um, I, I, the, I think the quarterback threw it right where he was expecting. He was expecting the, the, the tight end to just turn around, maybe even go a half a step into the end zone and come back. But he, you know, created like box the guys out and, and put it right there. I don't think he was throwing away at all. Yeah, I know. Um, Whittingham said after the game that um, he uh, he didn't see Bernie. He Bernie Bernie was the the guy he missed that. You know, that he was yeah, he came from the other side. There was a nice guy. In, yeah. yeah, and then Bernie made just a nice read on it. Watched the quarterback's eyes and went to his right. Although there so was kind of guy, weird. So it was a, there was, was another a, guy breaking to his left. It though. was a man zone. Kind mm-hmm. of. They they played both mm-hmm. on a play. I wonder if uh, if uh, Bernie was actually spying Rising. Rising, maybe I don't know. But um, that's that's kind of interesting. Um, last question: You mentioned Whittingham. Um, I, I, I mentioned this to Steve earlier. I want to get your opinion, and I'll take it off the air. It's kind of the tongue in cheek, and anything um, hypothetical. There is no right answer to it, but I honestly believe the more I think about it, that it's true. Um, if uh, uh, Kelly or Norvell had been coaching either of the teams Saturday night, Florida or Utah, that team would have lost. If either Whittingham or, or uh, Napier were coaching Sunday night on for either LSU or FSU, that team would have won. Yeah, what do you think of that? I'll take it off the air. Go Gators. Be safe. Well, I'm not sophisticated enough. No, to... but the, the other thing is, again, this is the rosters that these all these four coaches have either built or inherited in the case in two cases. So, but uh, that, that's not well. I, I know that if Norvell was coaching FSU, they would have won, right? Yeah, because <laughs> they did win. So, and they were happy, man. They I. I don't know who was happier, Florida or FSU, with their with their weekend because FSU fans were just and again they beat an unranked team that we all know has got a lot of problems, but and and almost blew it, but you know they were really excited, and so certainly were Florida fans and should be because that was a big win. It certainly was. All right, let's get uh, Burns' call. Join us next. Hey, Burn. 
Hey, thank you, Jeff. This is Byron. Oh, Byron. Hey, Byron. To know who I am, <laughs> and I want to say this real quick to, to to Mike. Before you get that Tennessee stuff, we got a black quarterback. Pat, can you correct me? T- Tennessee never won a championship unless it was a black man quarterback. And I'm, I'm gonna be yeah, right. they did. Derek Ramsey. Derek Ramsey. Yeah, what team no. Martin? Who was the who was the quarterback when Tennessee won their only yeah. championship? Yeah, T. Martin. And D. And when what color was he? Wait, Pat? Wait I, I'm going to get nasty now, y'all. No, wait a minute, wait a minute. Let me let me finish what I'm going to say. Minute. Kentucky had a quarterback when they won the SEC. Kentucky, I'm talking about Tennessee, Mike. Oh, I know. Well, I'm just saying, yeah, but you asked Kentucky at first, so I was answering. No, I didn't mention no Kentucky. I'm talking about Tennessee, Mike. Talking about our black quarterback, like he can't do it. The only time Tennessee won, not Peyton Manning, not Eli Manning, not Madden Manning, it was T. Martin, and he couldn't pass neither. He was just like uh, 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 Richardson, wasn't he? Pat, tell me what what T. Martin was special about. What what was he like? They had a great team around him. No, you don't he, even remember. I think he's. A, I was at the SEC well, wait, championship game. They won. Do anybody talk about Chris Lee? Who won when Chris Lee was there? I'm going to get down with y'all and finish this stuff out with Richardson and all that stuff about about, about Tennessee Mike, brother. Let me tell you something. Well, you need to go talk to him. With them best, with them I'm, I'm, let, me, let me finish that and all that. We won. You were talking noise the other day, and Tennessee ain't won nothing, nothing since the, uh, even in basketball. We went back to back. What you gonna go back to? The, the Ernie and Bernie show. Man, y'all been through since Doug Dickey left y'all. Tennessee is washed up. Man, don't let me make, don't, don't, don't let me get no bad jokes on y'all. Mike, don't call this show no more with that foolishness. And and, and, and the only time you ever won, it was a, I don't want to say the word, an N-word quarterbacking for you, brother. Well, they have a black quarterback now. Right? They do. So I'm Pretty not, good. I'm not, look, I get the guy gets people riled up. Okay, but that's I didn't hear him say that. I don't recall that either. Yeah, but we, you were kind of lost in space over there. You get that way. Never lost. You're about to get yeah, lost. Aren't I you? am. I'm going to head over to the quarterback club and uh, can't wait to to get over there. And you'd rather be there and hanging out with me. I'd rather be doing anything than hanging out with you. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Of course, I'm glad you hang out. No show tomorrow, so we'll see you Thursday. Yes, there will be some. Uh, what do they call it? Maintenance. Yeah. Maintenance to the station tomorrow. So no show tomorrow, in case you did not hear that. But of course, we'll uh, do it up on Thursday and Friday. One final break happens now. If you want to get a quick call in, you can three nine two eight two five five. You're listening to the tailgate. Trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good evening, I'm Alex Moraski. The Florida Gators were ranked number 12 in the latest AP poll with their win against previously ranked number 7 Utah. UF previously was unranked in the poll. The Gators are currently 4.5 point favorites against 20th ranked Kentucky. They play them this Saturday at 7 p.m. in the Swamp. The Tampa Bay Rays start their two-game series against the Boston Red Sox tonight at 6 p.m. The Rays currently are second in the AL East and have the first wildcard spot. While the Miami Marlins start their three-game series against the Philadelphia Phillies tonight at 6.45. Gators Volleyball also plays multiple matches this week starting on Friday and ending Saturday. I'm Alex Moraski. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Thank you.
Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. No, they're just nice people. It's not a bad, bad trip to the dentist like it was when I was younger. You know, that was a horrible thing. And, and now it's, it's, you go in and there are nice people there. They talk to you. They don't hurt you. <laughs> this is fairly important to me. Yeah. Well, and you look forward to coming here. It's not yeah. like, oh my gosh, I'm going to the dentist. It's okay, we're going in to see everybody at Exceptional Dentistry. It sounds silly, but it makes a difference in the way you look and feel about things. So it's not just coming to the dentist. It's we being... come see our friends. Exactly. They're the best. That's it. This is Dr. Kim Mowry, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com. As a small business owner, you've got ings to do. That's why the UPS Store is here to help. From printing to shredding, even mailboxing, you can get every ing your small business needs all done in one trip, saving you time for all your other ings, like professional photo taking or just enjoying family dinner. The UPS Store, every ing for small business all in one place. The UPS Store. The UPS Store locations are independently owned. Product services, pricing, and hours may vary. See Center for details. It's an unprecedented diamond buying opportunity at International Diamond Center. Three days only this Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. IDC is rolling out the largest selection of hand-picked diamonds ever seen here. And you can buy like a dealer buys. Choose from thousands of GIA and Forevermark diamonds. These are the best of the best, certified by the world's top gem labs. Rare, precious diamonds at prices never seen before. Rounds, princess cuts, emerald cuts, cushion cuts, ovals, from 1 carat to 20 carat diamonds, all on sale. Don't be surprised to see jewelry store owners and diamond brokers shopping at this event. It's IDC's largest and most aggressive public diamond buying event ever. And if that wasn't enough, we're offering zero interest financing. Plus, for these three days, you get extra savings and incentives on all engagement ring mountings, including Takori. Don't miss this amazing opportunity. An open to the public multi-million dollar diamond buying event. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday only. And only at International Diamond Center at Celebration Point. On approved credit, restrictions may apply. This is Seth Hart. Operations Manager here at ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Due to required FCC rules regarding tower maintenance, the station is required to power down completely on Wednesday, September 7th, and for parts of Thursday, September 8th. We apologize for this disruption in our regularly scheduled programming, and we thank you for listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. We are proud to be your home for Gator soccer. Spins and fires! Gators on top! You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Gator soccer coach Samantha Bohan, and you are listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. All right, wrapping things up here on a Tuesday edition of The Tailgate. So again, you just uh, heard Seth right there tell you no show tomorrow due to uh, some stuff that the uh, station has to get done. But, hey, figure out, do it in the middle of the week. That way we can give you the, the good stuff towards the end of the week. And, of course, can't miss it on uh, Saturday for another 
broadcast, and uh, it'll be fun. And I think there's only like 500 tickets left, so everybody that went out there and yelled and screamed and didn't have voices for Labor Day, congrats. I think you were a big part of, when it was all said and done, helping that team get it done. A couple of big goal line stands, obviously, there at the end, and then you had the other one earlier. Either of those get in, and the Gators don't win. So that was big, but there was a few things that, I think you have to look back and say, man, that's why Florida was able to finish it off. Like the red zone, they were in it three times. They scored three touchdowns. And we've seen several times in the past where you got to kick field goals and you don't win if you're kicking field goals. So red zone was perfect. They were perfect on fourth down, two of two. And then third down even, better than 500. They were a seven of 12 on third down. So that was really, really good right there. So I think, Partly why you saw the Gators pull it off. And, you know, I, I, there was so much discussion leading into the weeks coming up. And I think, you know, we, we tried to at least tell you that this team was going to play better together. I think there was more, if you watched the way that they would practice, just more of a camaraderie to it. And, I think, you know, listen, I. I get to do a lot of really cool things. I'm not going to lie. I mean, I get to be a part of locker rooms and talk to coaches and you know see things that normally some people don't get to see. And I think the neatest thing that I saw through all of this is just how the guys treat each other. And for those of you that don't know, you go to a practice and it's – I forget exactly what they call it, but offensive guys go dap like defensive guys or – Defensive guys will go dap offensive guys or coaches like they have like a, a dap program and just you like to get dap so you smile and you have a good time when you do that and I think it just it shows that guys are mingling with each other they're interacting with each other they're, they're going through all these things that just make it more of a team concept and when you do that you're going to play better together and this group played really well together they all like each other there's leadership in this locker room now and certainly the way that it got started will hopefully help them when it's all said and done. But got one done, and uh, hopefully some more will continue to happen. And again, no show tomorrow. We'll do it on uh, Thursday and Friday, wrap up the week strong. For uh, Pat Dooley and Kate producing today, I am Jeff Cardozo. We'll talk to you next time here on The Tailgate. Gainesville from the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios. We are ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM.